On March 30th, primaries are going to be held for the special election to fill the Anderson County Council District 2 seat left vacant by the passing of Gracie Floyd. There are seven Democratic candidates who are vying for the seat and one Republican. The Anderson Observer interviewed each candidate this week, asking the exact same questions and allowing as much time as the candidates desired to answer. I'm releasing these interviews in a series of special podcasts to make it easier to listen to each one. The podcasts are in alphabetical order. And next up is Debbie Dotson Leverett. Um, the first one is um, introduce yourself and, and tell people a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Debbie Dotson Leverett, and I am a native of Anderson, South Carolina. I lived in District 2 my entire adult, adult life. So I just, I don't know, I'm just a typical everyday woman, nothing, nothing fancy about me. <laughs> I'm just an average person that um, just kind of just see things in the community. I have a little organization um, that I volunteer with and um, go into the community called this. It's called the heart of the community. And that has allowed me to really, really see mainly District 2 from the District 2 perspective, you know, and I think that's super important. So I have two children, two adult daughters, and um, I have one grandson. And um, that's pretty much, I have my own business. I'm a uh, new business owner. Uh, got a little business called Debbie's Got the Tea. I make natural products for health and wellness and started the business with zero dollars in my pocket and just kind of just went forward. And now I get to help other people with their well-being and as well as their businesses. You know, they come to me and they ask questions about how did you do it? What did you do when you couldn't, you know, you didn't have the money to get business cards? How did you sustain yourself and how did you stay positive? Those type of things. I work on a very small scale, but I make a, a, a impact on that small scale. And now I'm ready to take that just a little bit further and help a, a, a wider variety of people within District 2. Do you have any experience in politics? Experience in politics. The only experience I have is from 2015 up until present day. Uh, I've sat in on many meetings, uh, brought many ideas that have been used in Anderson County. So I think I have a couple of years experience just based didn't realize I did. I was just doing what made sense, you know. So that's my political part is that I've worked with um, Anderson County and the city of Anderson to make Anderson as a whole a, a, a good place to live, which I, I love Anderson. I've uh, been here all my life. Again, Anderson has a lot of potential. So my political stances from 2015 up until present day, I've had my hands in in helping Anderson, Anderson become what it is today. And you already sort of answered this next question, but I'm going to ask it. You, 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 how long have you lived in District 2? You said you've lived in District 2 a long time? I've lived in District 2 all of my adult life. So from, the, from 18 up until I'm 50 years old, uh, I've lived in District 2. And why did you decide to I, run? I, I'm sorry. I think I moved out of District 2 once, um, and uh, that's it. All of it's been in District 2. And, and why did you decide to run for county council? Did you say when or well, why? Just why, yeah. What, what are some of the reasons? Why? Why? Um, I, can, I can see where District 2 has a lot of uh, potential. I see the lot, a lot of good in District 2. District 2 is a district that kind of reminds me of back in the day. They see about one another. Uh, they don't ask for a lot. They make it work. It's a strong district. 
and it's full of uh, diversity on, on many levels, even from the children all the way up until the seniors. And I just want to be a part of that. I, I think I can be the voice that they need. They miss out on a lot. District 2 miss out on a lot because there's a communication barrier. You're dealing with minorities, and I, I don't like to use that word loosely. I like to say people of color. You have people that are black. You have people that are Hispanic. You have people that are Indians. You have people that are biracial. That's the majority. I think it's like 52% if my numbers are correct. That's a large sum of, sum of the community of District 2. And with that being said, I'm very diverse. I've been in the community. I stay in the community. I help the community in any way that they need. And I feel like I can fill those shoes and be that be that middle person, that, that mediator. I like to call it a mediator. And I can bridge a gap that is really doesn't require a lot of change on what standards are and what the guidelines are already set forth for Anderson County. It's just getting the information to the people where they can understand it. And that's, that's why I feel like I can do do that. What do you think some of the biggest challenges facing the council representative from District 2 will be? Biggest challenges will be um, getting people to believe in the person sitting in that seat. Uh, Miss Floyd did a wonderful job. She, she's a, gosh, I just wish I had gotten to know her a little bit better. Uh, she did phenomenal. I just watched and heard about stories of her working in, the, in, in District 2, even when she didn't feel well. You know, she was always trying to be present and do what was best for for District 2. Now that she's not here, I would love to just be able to step not into her shoes. Those shoes can't be filled. What I would love to do is be able to take what is already in place, take a look at it, incorporate it if it makes sense, and then build off of that. I think District 2 is open to that, but District 2 needs to know the person that's doing that. And when I say that, District 2 is looking for someone that can relate to them, They can that can relate to where they are, where they've been, and where they're trying to go. And I feel like I can feel those shoes because I've been where they are on many levels. The struggles that they experience, even the ones that are not struggling in District 2, they are so phenomenal, the businesses and, and, and the um, individuals, the seniors and church officials that have been in District 2 for as long as I know, they help so much on so many levels with the children, and they are not getting the support, the funding that they need. We're in COVID-19 now. That's a whole nother ball game. It's changed the whole game, in my opinion. And the minorities, and I use that word again because that's what most people use, the minorities are not getting the support that they need. Not saying that programs, everything that we need is already there. It's just that it's not being utilized because they don't understand it or see it or hear about it. I remember the first time I was uh, spoke to the council about jobs. I work with, they, they report to me uh, different ones, FC works about jobs. I'm able to get in the community. Uh, TTI was looking for employees and I was able to get 70 people to just put in that pool just off the, my own just merit in the community. So things like that are important. They're super important in, in, in order to fill these jobs. It's not that there's a lack of, of funding. It's not that there's a lack of jobs. It's not a, that there's a lack of anything. 
from Anderson County. Anderson County is strong. Anderson County has remained open during a pandemic. I find that fascinating. It's not that the things are not in place. It's just that there needs to be someone that can get that information to District 2 in a way that they understand it so they can know what they need to do or can do to build upon. How important is Broadway Lake as a priority for District 2? Broadway Lake as a whole for District 2 mm-hmm. is, is a pillar, in my opinion. Uh, Broadway Lake, every, everyone's familiar with Broadway Lake. Broadway Lake needs some support. How can I bring that support or, or help in that area? I really won't know, Greg, until I get in there and see what is already on the table. Once I get there, I can have a better answer to that question. But without knowing what, what's on the agenda, what is needed, I can't really answer and say how, broad, broad, how I can be a beneficial to Broadway Lake. But I promise you that once I know all the information and what is needed, I, I, my boots are always to the ground. I plan on supporting every part of District 2 as a whole. Are there other countywide issues you would like to address if you were elected? Countywide issues? Education. Education is important. I feel like uh, education on a on a different level is needed uh, from the COVID nineteen standpoint. Uh, children are suffering. I I hear stories and different ones call me and, and tell me about the struggles they're having with their teenagers and, and and different things. I think that is important that we focus on education and, and making sure that even if the children are not virtually in school that the they're supported I said, excuse me not virtually if they're not back in the school system and they're having to get their education virtually we need to be able to support that because that's a stress factor that hasn't been addressed our children are suffering so i feel like education and the way we look at education needs to be reviewed again i feel like a lot of things that are in place need just a, a little bit of a tweak a little bit of a tweak education being one of them we need to pivot just a little bit pivot together no no major changes across the board just a pivot so that district two doesn't doesn't feel like it does is not included in the whole grand scheme of everything do you think you'll work be able to work well with the other current council members if elected absolutely again i've worked with them uh certain ones since 2015 uh, the economic developers, um, I've worked with them. I've worked with um, different ones on the council. Uh, quite a few of them I don't know. But I certainly look forward to working with everyone collectively. Uh, even though District 2 is the community that I'll be serving, and I look forward to serving, again, it's collectively. So whatever decisions are made across the board, whether it's District 1 to District 7, we all need to be thinking about the the good of Anderson County. So I look forward to that. There's a, a board of people with so much knowledge that I look forward to hearing hearing what they share, learning from them. It'll be a learning stage. Anyone that gets to see will have a, to learn a lot because what Miss Grace's Lord passing like a library <laughs> that was burned down, you know, and everything gets gone. So, you know, we have to start where we can and that's going to take the support of the council members across the board. 
These next questions are about a couple of issues that have been kind of floating around for a few years in council. The first one is, what do you think about a hospitality tax, which, you know, they were talking about 2% for prepared foods in unincorporated areas. Would you be in favor of that or? The hospitality tax? Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure how I would, how I feel about the hospitality tax as a whole. Uh, I, I can't really answer that question at, the, at this moment because I haven't taken a, a, a good look at that tax. Um, again, until I can get in there and see, see what's, what's going on. I've been at some of the council meetings, but there's a lot of things that I haven't heard about from this, this standpoint. So I don't know what we currently have in place as a hospitality tax. I, I think right now what we need to do until we can take care of some of the necessaries in the district that I would like to just stand, stand still and see what's in place. Again, just see what's in place first before before I can stay on that level about the hospitality tax. Because it's going to affect, you know, it's going to affect the little man a lot. And the little man is suffering. And I say the little man is because the small businesses are, are suffering. A lot of small businesses didn't qualify for uh, the tax uh, breaks and, and different things that were available because they didn't have any employees. You know, so those are the type of things that I would like to look at just a little bit closer, if that makes sense. And the other one is, do you think a countywide vehicle fee is a good idea to help pay for our roads? Well, my question on that would be, I, I, I'm going to answer that question with a question. If we already have money in place for that, for the road, I don't think so. And I think we already do. So a lot, a lot of things I think we need to take a look at and see how we're, uh, how the money is being, where, where it's being placed, how is it being utilized the most effectively, and then maybe make some adjustments. Again, I think we need to do just like a little pivot before, before we do changes such as that. I mean, people are suffering. The, the, the worst roads in the district are in the least, people that have the least amount of money, let's just be honest. Um, that's going to affect them major, in a major way. I'm not all for no changes, but I'm, I'm all for taking a look at what we have already and seeing how it's being effectively used. And again, with District 2, a lot of information is not being utilized because they don't know how to take the information or, or the terminology don't necessarily, they think it doesn't affect them or what have you. So I feel like that is what the district two representative needs to needs to remember, whoever it is, whoever it is. Uh, what else have I not asked you that you want, want people to know about you as a person? As a person, I am. I'm all about what's what's fair, what's fair, what's fair doesn't necessarily mean that it's right, but what is fair. I also want people to know that. I'm always trying to do what I can in the community, uh, whether it's going into, before COVID, you know, going into people's homes and then, then whatever it is that they need, you know, from any standpoint. I'm all about people and helping them to thrive. If we can thrive, we can figure out what we need to do next. If we impoverish a community on top of already being impoverished, we, we really, we're, we're, we're doing ourselves as a whole of this justice. I, I'm, I'm really big on 
the the link needs to be strong across the board. Um, that's that's my um, that's my stance on that. The the link needs to be strong across the board, and District Two needs to um, feel like they're a stronger link in Anderson County. And the last question is is um, just I'm asking everybody this. And I know you you, you didn't um, register for this not to win, but let's whoever wins uh, the Democratic nomination for this primary, do you, will you support them if it's not you? Absolutely, absolutely. Again, I'm really strong on the community as a whole, people as a whole. If we thrive, we can see our way. So, if I don't win, whoever is running, I will be behind them because I may have said something that they may can add to the equation, you know, and if and if somebody doesn't win and I heard something that makes sense, I need to take that and move forward. We need to be looking at Anderson County as a whole and how we can continue to be Anderson strong, how we can continue to be open for business and trying to get back to some type of normalcy. Whoever's in office, that is what yeah, whoever it is, whoever is in the running, I will absolutely support support them if what they're talking about is, is hey, is beneficial to District 2. Yes, sir. I absolutely will. And you can continue following the Anderson Observer Podcast, News from People You Trust, to hear the other interviews of the candidate seeking the office of County Council District 2.